GFN Philly 215 Questions Podcast, where two guys ask what the one thing is for five different questions to a GFN Philly member. The two guys asking the questions are Bellinar and myself, Jim Murphy. Hey, Bellin, how's it going? Hey, Jimmy. We are pleased to welcome our guest, Samantha Dupre, fund controller with Rubenstein Partners. Hey, Sam, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. As you know, we have five questions. So let's start with question number one. What's the one thing from your story that's important for people to know? So I would say the most important part of my story, I think, is continuing to unfold in the current moment and really has been developing over the past year. I gave birth to my son, my first child, in January of 2020. And then, as we all know, we were facing a global pandemic about eight short weeks later. Obviously, the idea of living through a pandemic is something that never crossed my mind prior to March of 2020, let alone doing that while also navigating all of the other changes that come with becoming a first-time parent. I returned to work remotely from maternity leave in April of last year. At that time, we still knew very little about COVID, and we were afraid to really have anybody in our house, including our family members. So I found myself for, at least for a little while, in a position of basically being a stay-at-home mom and also having a full-time professional job. So that really made me think about my career and the reasons why I work and what I enjoy about working in ways that I never had to question before. Most importantly, that experience of this past year caused a huge shift in my personality and my thinking process from somebody who throughout my whole life had always been such a planner and always wanting to be one step ahead of everything to somebody who now recognizes that the future truly is unpredictable. Sometimes trying to think months or years ahead isn't the best way. And now I find myself approaching all things in my life, whether professional or personal, sort of on a more day-by-day basis. I love that, Sam. And it runs to a theme that we've heard in so many of the answers. And you're coming in hot right off the bat, where (laughs) the pandemic, and particularly being a new parent in the pandemic, really causes people to evaluate and look at themselves and potentially find more mindfulness, right? Where it's like, I have to live in the moment. I have to deal with what's happening right now. Because yeah, best laid plans get thrown out the window as soon as you got a three-month-old and you're going into full-on lockdown. Exactly. I remember the day that I departed from my office in December of 2019 and saying bye to everyone. I knew that my life would change completely, but I just really had absolutely no idea how much it would change completely. I think of the saying, man plans, God laughs. Sometimes mindfulness comes with focusing on the negative. It's also nice to be mindful when it's on the positive aspect as well. Exactly. There's been a a ton of positives that have come out of this experience. Just, I really was never anything like this in the past. I would always, always think about what am I doing six months from now. Now I just realized that thinking that way really isn't always helpful. Question number two, what's the one inspirational quote that you would share with the listeners? Life begins at the end of your comfort zone. I think that's just so important because you have to be uncomfortable and you have to be challenged in order to grow or change in any meaningful way. More often than not, you'll be surprised what you do learn about yourself when you step outside of your comfort zone. Couldn't agree with that more. I recently posted a video that was from 2015, 2016 by Peter Lynch that specifically talked about how at that time it was people were becoming entrepreneurs everywhere in the country. And then it felt like he was looking at 2020, 2021, where people are like, well, you know, it's, if I'm going to be uncomfortable, all the time. I might as well be doing something with all that uncomfortableness. I love that quote. And it's it's very true that you're never going to grow unless you're feeling some kind of uneasiness. And understanding, it goes back to your first answer, that if you bet on yourself, you're going to be okay in the end. Rapid fire segment. Five questions. What's your one book? 
So I couldn't pick just one book, but I do have one author. Her name is Lisa Scottoline, and she's actually a, a New York Times bestselling author who is from the Philly area. She went to Lower Marion High School and she went to UPenn. She writes mostly thriller type novels. She actually also had a new book come out this week. So I ordered it already. I'm excited. What's your one album? This one is the hardest question on here. It made me realize that music has been really absent from my life for, for many, many years. I can't even name the last album I listened to in full. So that's a problem. I'll look forward to looking into changing that. What's your one vacation destination? Definitely Hawaii. I went there for my honeymoon in 2017, and I think about going back ever since. What's your one TV series? Breaking Bad. And what's your one movie? National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Any time of year, it's always, you know, bound to put a smile on your face. Any time of year, coming in strong with a Christmas <laughs> movie that you can watch year-round. I like that. And you, and you gave a shout-out to a Philadelphia author. These are just terrific rapid-fire answers. Thank you, Sam. Yeah. Her books are really great. I get through them really quickly, which is sometimes hard to do when you, it's hard to find time to actually read. Yeah, when you're avoiding listening to any of the new albums that have come out <laughs> yeah. in the last 20 years, you gotta, you gotta grab a book. We appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And maybe someday when they start having concerts again, I'll actually go to some. I've definitely seen at least the Scottaline book around the house. Question number four, what's the one charity or cause that you would recommend to listeners? So I think making any donation to any organization during this time is extremely important because I feel like a lot of organizations lost a ton of money over the past year or so. They generally raise money through like in-person events or hosting runs or walks and things like that, which they haven't been able to do. But one that is meaningful to me is Autism Speaks. And that's important to me because I have a six-year-old niece with autism. I would definitely suggest looking into that organization and if it hits home with anyone to make a donation there. You make an excellent point that so many of the fundraising avenues that these organizations have of in-person events, silent auctions, and the galas have been put on hold, not to mention the double whammy of their corporate sponsors tightening their belts because of the uncertainty, right? They're like, hey, let's try and save money where we can. This is unfortunately discretionary spending. Organizations are in a huge need. And yeah, I'm hoping that later this year, organizations will start to be able to have their events again. And, and the last question, what's the one tip for staying connected from home these days? My tip is to make things personal when you can. I think that emailing and communicating through technology tends to become very impersonal. For example, if you went into the office on a Monday morning and you saw coworkers in the elevator, you'd probably ask them what they did over the weekend and questions like that. So I think it's important to remember to still ask those questions and remember that you don't always have to talk about work all of the time. That's a really good point. And one of those tips that you, you keep hearing more and more where folks say humanize the interaction, right? Where it's everything is so formal now. It's not like you can casually run into somebody on a Zoom. I guess you could, but that would be weird as hell if you know, somebody <laughs> just popped into your Zoom randomly. So making sure that you ask those personal questions. I, I love your you referring it to the, the elevator moment, right? We're like, oh, hey, how was your weekend? It's that serendipity nature that, that helps fuel us. If, you know, introverts, extroverts, all of us that have our, that some level of human interaction, you need a bit of it. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, you can always wrap up a, a Zoom meeting by asking your coworker if they've done anything fun or exciting lately, or just how's your family or any type of personal question. So I'm going to stop using best regards on all of my email signatures going forward. <laughs> All right. Well, Sam, we appreciate you coming on the show here to the GFN Philly 215 Questions Podcast. Thanks. It's been fun.